This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Push. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> superhero not to be, movie not to be before superhero movie. Purple song. Yeah. yeah. Um, this came out in 2009, directed by Paul McGugian. <laughs> Nailed it, McGuigan. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm just guessing that the first pronunciation <laughs> was not correct. Hundred <laughs> percent sure it wasn't correct. Uh, written by David Borla, starring Camelia Bell, Dakota Fanning, Chris Evans, Jimon Hunso, the, the bad guy in everything. <laughs> I, I don't mean, even know what that, I want to say. Ja- Jimon. Yeah, that was j- like Jimon. Like uh, shine bright like a Jimon, Hans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want a Jimon with names you. names I can't pronounce. Um, all right, Scott, pick this movie. Scott, what's up? So this this movie, I, I, it, it came to theaters and left probably the same week. Yeah. Uh, but it got, it got some good buzz, and I, I forget initially how I'd even heard about it but I, I had heard it was worth a watch way back in 2010 uh, I probably didn't see it right away uh, like well at least when I went to, to DVD at that point um, but yeah eventually got a hold of it and uh, I really enjoyed it I, I'm always up for a kind of smaller budget high concept take on things on a, a genre flick and uh, yeah this this one Again, was uh, pretty entertaining. All right, mm-hmm. I had never heard of this. No idea what to expect. Um, yeah, it must have been really quick in the movie theaters. Um, yeah, I was kind of like, I'll tell you this from front when I saw Chris Evans, it was in it, and it was a superhero movie. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guy, get a get your own thing, <laughs> like do something different. Thing. I mean, and then this is oh, this is before he was Cap, so yeah. that was at least kind of interesting. But after he was Johnny Storm, so I don't know. There well, it is. He was better, he was he better get in the this. Right, can he get to the right one? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. I think I might have told you this was a good watch, Scott, because I saw this in the theaters. Okay, that was the one guy that saw it. And yeah, <laughs> I remember just having a blast watching this movie. And this is also <laughs> like I had just seen like. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like the week prior, and I saw the movie. I'm like, ah, it's a McBoyle. Oh, the the shadow guy. Yeah, yeah. that's where I, dude. I couldn't put my finger <laughs> I, the whole time. I'm like, I know this guy. There it is. He's the other McBoyle, not the one that's going to be to be famous. The other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. All right. There's one pro- one answers. One question answered. All right, uh, before we get into it, just want to remind all of our listeners about our new Patreon page. Uh, go please check it out. We have uh, 
episodes on Star Wars Talk. We have episodes on Quotes of the Simpsons. We, you can vote on upcoming episodes for the main podcast. So go over there. One dollar is the cheapest option, and that'll get you everything I just said. Um, so go ahead. Patreon.com slash Hans shot first. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to uh, rank almost right. We're going right to the ranking. Nope. We're going to each talk about seven <laughs> items from the movie. Um, so, Alex, why don't you go first? Or, Scott, how about you go number first? Number first. Jeff, I'm not going to kill you. I'm, I'm barely awake right now. So, <laughs> uh, Okay, so uh, just just to start, um, as I mentioned, this was a definitely lower-budget film. Uh, you, you can tell a lot of the financing was coming from a Chinese backer. That said, I, I actually did really like the, the setting. It was kind of a uh, unpolished view of Hong Kong. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was interesting. Like A lot of the movie just takes place down in the... I, I, I don't necessarily want to call them the poor parts, but like on the, on the streets and the markets, um, in the, these, these large just kind of... Uh, almost featureless apartment buildings, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I kind of dug it that that it wasn't like the usual. Oh, this is like New York or Chicago. It could be filmed anywhere, like like a Batman movie or something like that. Uh, or going somewhere completely made up, like a Sokovia or something, something along those lines. Uh, well, yeah, I like. I, mean, I like. That's not real anymore. It got wiped off the map. Well, that's true. Uh, well, I mean, it's still there technically, like that the area <laughs> on the map uh, borders, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, no, I, I like the again, like in the markets, all the the, the way they were set up, they were, you know, those were the the real markets down there. Uh, it's like always sunny again. These guys just keep passing the same fish back and forth. What are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, but but again, it's just, just something different, and I think it worked. Given that this was, uh, you know, they didn't have the budget for bigger things. I agree with you. And spoiler alert: that's my number one for this movie, the Hong Kong setting. Okay. Mm. There you go. Voice. All right, uh, but my number seven is, my God, am I glad MCU movies took off? Because this this is right 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 after uh, Iron Man, before Cap. I don't know, maybe Thor's in here somewhere or Hulk. I I had a hard time with this movie, and maybe because you guys watched this before all the Avengers and everything took off, that you were just dying to see a good superhero movie. Uh, I did not enjoy this movie very much, and um, so I, my main takeaway is. It's it's a stepping stone to get Cap, and it's a stepping stone as Marvel is about to make way with all the superhero movies. For this, I did not enjoy it, and I'm just glad that MCU movies took off. <laughs> That's my number seven. Alex, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is a negative. Is uh, I mean, was the intro exposition dump was that necessary? I mean, it kind yes. of, I can't yes, debate. Yes, it was, it was 100% <laughs> really? necessary, yes. Yeah, yeah maybe it's because I've seen it before, but mm, I, I mean, I love the visuals and everything, but Dakota Fanning just talking over it. I mean, uh, I, I, I mean, I mean they, they could have found a better way to do it, I guess. So, 
so yeah, it, it went on for, for too long and there was a little too much going on, but yeah, when, when she's breaking down the, like the mutants effectively, uh, mm-hmm. and listing out a few of those types. Yeah. That was a hundred percent necessary. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I'm still I have, later on. I'm still confused in a lot of this movie, and if it wasn't that without uh, the beginning, I I would be I would have no idea what was going on. So. Oh, okay. But you know me, I get confused. But there's a lot of new elements. I get confused, so I, I'm glad it was there. <laughs> You're a thinker and a stinker and a watcher and a <laughs> shadow. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, it just it was a bit clunky to me. I was like, uh, maybe they could have found a better way to I do mean, this. Sure. But also, maybe it was one of those where it's like, hey, this movie's really confusing our test audiences. Maybe add a thing. I say maybe a better, more experienced filmmaker could have done a better job at it. I can't argue that. But I'm just saying there needed to be some kind of talk on what what what's going on here. So I I needed it. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right, Scott, number six. Okay, so my number six. Uh, I, I'd forgotten this, this movie. Um, it was just before a lot of these guys became uh, A-listers or, or at least high B-listers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's other, a couple other people in this that, that have featured in Marvel properties later, like like Jeff was intimating. Uh, but it's, this movie is a great supporting cast. Uh, you 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 mentioned the McPoyle guy, um, who uh, I can't I can't remember his which, which does he have a, a name on the like which McPoyle he is? Uh, it's not Liam, it's the other one, and it's definitely not Doyle McPoyle because that's <laughs> a football player. Uh, yeah, but it was I him. His name. Uh, Corey Stoll, who's the the bad guy from Ant Man. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Ming Na, who I who I always love, um, Cliff Curtis g- gets to to play kind of a like a suave grifter in this, and he, he kind of usually plays like a FBI guy or a terrorist, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was cool to see him like that. He plays uh, Ryan McPoyle, by the way. Okay. Ryan, there Ryan R. I said that. Oh, I said Brian. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Neil Jackson is the other uh, mover, I guess. <laughs> Jaiman Hansu. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm mispronouncing that name, obviously. But then uh, Hansu himself. Uh, you know, all, all these guys are are like solid, uh, and. It, 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 they they made the movie better, uh, so yeah. For for such a, I I, I I think it's fair to call it a small movie. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it did have like a hefty budget, but yeah, not not like fully studio backed uh, to to get all these people. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought they did a really good job with the casting. Yep. Has the main? Uh, maybe you already said this. The girl who the the, the main girl. Is she in anything? She looked familiar, but Camila Bell. Yeah, yeah. She's she's been in a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to think of, um, like kind of 
Yeah, I looked at her list of movies, and none of the movies popped out that I recognized. Probably probably the the Hmm. biggest budget-wise thing she was in was 10,000 B.C. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, she was in The Lost World, Jurassic Park. I don't know who else she was in that. She must have been really young in that or something. Um... Now. Uh. Anyway, we're going to my number mm-hmm. six while you look that up. Uh, my number six is I found the superpowers kind of lame. And I know they're basically just different versions of like X-Men superpowers, but and maybe because of the low budget of it, I just didn't eh. And they're all very meh. Alright, he pushes stuff. That's cool. When you could do, you could change, uh, yeah, it's like basically you have Professor X behaviors. You got all these different uh, Gene Gary stuff. I just didn't like. I love it in X Men, and this it didn't work for me. And I thought they were lame, and I still don't even know what. What was there? There was a Watcher, but then there was the the mm-hmm. Sniffers. I don't really know what the hell they were doing. Well, they track sense, but instead of sense, they kind of tracked like the past in the items. So they were yeah, they're like mediums. With items, mm-hmm. personal right. effects. I don't know how a shadow can block that. And anyway, I find it confusing. I will say I was on like no sleep. I flew the morning that mor- I flew in the morning. That- the morning I watched it, and I was tired. So a lot of this is probably just my mood and watching the movie. But <laughs> um, yeah, I thought superpowers were lame. That's my number six. Alex, number six. Uh, I thought the main girl was kind of lame. She didn't How do it for me. Dare you? I mean, she's an attractive woman, and I'm sure a competent actress in other movies. But in this one, she was just flat. And it's like, eh. no expression throughout the whole thing. It's like, eh. so Scott, you really liked her, huh? Yeah. <laughs> when I saw this movie, I was like, I I know why Scott likes this movie. <laughs> this is one of those girls I know Scott's got a secret crush on, and it's in a Hong Not Kong secret. setting. This is Scott's movie. Oh, this is why you like. I it. mean, I haven't like gone so far as to like do anything that I could get in trouble for like stalking her, but <laughs> I would I wouldn't say secret. <laughs> I just seriously, when I saw her and I saw where this was set, I'm like, of course Scott likes this movie. <laughs> Fits the mold. But I, I agree with you, Alex. It's kind of boring in this you know, movie. I, I can't disprove anything you're saying there, Jeff. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I, I, I I do dig her. So. <laughs> yeah, well, not me. Meh. Yeah, mileage varies on these things. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it is true. All right, uh, Scott, number five. Number five, uh... Again, I mentioned the supporting cast. Uh, Corey Stoll, uh, who, who's always, who always does great work, uh, his his bit uh, might have been my my favorite uh, little beat in the entire movie. Uh, so uh, they have the the pushers, who uh, are obviously like the most powerful of all the different. Uh, like, they never really say yeah. what they call them. Really, arguably the Watchers, but yeah, no, no way. What do you mean, no way? They can tell the future. 
they can sort of tell the future. The pushers can, like, rule the world, basically. <laughs> Way more dangerous. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so he's been pushed by the by the main character, Kira. Or one of the main characters, Kira. And so he shoots the other dude, and then a few scenes later, he's in the back of the car. And uh, <laughs> he's, he's you can tell he's, like, really kind of, like, fucked up because of what he did and he knows his head's been messed with, and uh, <laughs> he gives the line about how, uh, you know, next you're going to tell me that, you know, that something happened to my sister or whatever. Like, yeah, you don't have a sister. And he, <laughs> just look on his face. Uh, I, I, yeah. It was really cool use of, of the powers of seeing the, the human reaction to it. Uh, and, and he definitely sells it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I like that little be, scene being too. being tricked that again he he to get revenge on this guy for killing a, a brother that he didn't actually have, um, and then he believes that he has a sister that he doesn't actually have, and then he gets pushed again to basically shoot himself. Poor guy. So I thought that when he said that, like uh, next thing you know, you're you're gonna clear, you're not. But a sister, I thought it was that he really did have a sister. Now he's thinking he that was made up, and that's why he responded that way. No, I think they tell him that he doesn't. Yeah, I know they it tell him that he doesn't. Way. But I thought they were just saying that, just like you, we could tell you anything or whatever like that. And so I thought he was freaking out because he always thought he had a sister, and that I mean, it could have it could have been that because they're both yeah, pretty evil. Yeah. Okay. But I do remember that scene, that moment, and that was one of the ones that stuck, stood out for me as well. Cool. Um, on to my number five, and I thought the Dakota Fanning character was was alright. I, she's not that annoying as a child actress. Um, yeah, she's got some chops. Yeah. It's funny, man. Time is going by really quick, because when I saw this came out in 2009, I was like, that's not that long ago. And how, When is this girl going to age? And then <laughs> I was like, oh, that was 11 years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like yeah. I like what she did with the with the character here, where um, he like her. You can tell like she kind of has a crush on the dude. That's part of the reason why she's so pissy about uh, the Camila Bell character. Mm. But yeah, just her being uh, kind of tough, but also being scared. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just like what she did with it. She kind of had the. Uh, I mean, she wasn't playing too... It's been a while since I've seen War of the Worlds, but it felt like her War of the Worlds character a little bit. Um, but maybe just because it's the same actress. I don't know. But her little notebook and all that stuff. I found it somewhat interesting. So that's my number five. Alex. Hmm. My number five is the other negative that always bothered me with this movie. Spoiler alert, this is for the end of the movie. I mean, injecting yourself with soy sauce would still kill you, right? Yeah, I was I was wondering about that. Um, the other, the other part to that, uh, sorry, did you have much to say about that, Alex? Uh, no, it's it's an honest question. I'm like, yeah, I mean, but water maybe would be safe, probably, but in, soy sauce into the I mean, bloodstream. I mean, I guess you. That's a lot of sodium. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but know. Do we mean. know that he actually got it in a vein? He could have just put it into his yeah muscles or something. Yeah, maybe. It yeah. still wouldn't be good. You still get an infection yeah. or something. Yeah. Think. So the, the the larger problem I had, Alex, was 
how he got out of the car. Oh, that one, I always figured that he, the when the guy punched him in the face, he knocked him out. But then when those dudes fell on the car, that kind of woke him up. Right, no, but what I'm saying is is the odds of a dude landing on the back of the car. Like, the only guy I think of was that Dakota, Dakota Fanning's character knew that would happen. Because otherwise, he could still just be stuck in the car. No, if he might have woken up a little bit later and just uh, moved his way out of it. I get, well, but the movie goes out of its way to show that he gets out after, immediately well, after yeah, the Yeah, I know, but if those guys hadn't have landed so on okay the so if he was a f- few minutes later then the movie would have turned out differently yeah probably right so it's it's too much of a coincidence is what i'm saying mm, this movie's all about i mean part of it is all about coincidences so it didn't seem that weird to me right. soy sauce <laughs> all right scott <laughs> number 4 okay my number four, uh, so Jeff hated them, but uh, I liked what they did with the kind of lack of budget here, uh, how each power kind of had its own little flair to it, uh, the way that they made it uh, interesting with the camera work, they like they, they cheated a lot with the camera work and uh, close-ups and just cheap practical effects, uh, but I thought it, g- it gave it a lot of flavor. Um, so, like the movers... Yeah, the telekinetic, there's like wire work and stuff there that wasn't that big of a deal, like floating the guns around. Um, but it was really cool when they were like hitting each other. I'm more to say about that later. Um, and then the, uh, the kind of force field effect when they're blocking bullets was super cool, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how the pushers, they, they would get the full like pupil dilation and then it would fill out their whole eye. Uh, that was cool. The probably my favorite one though was the the bleeders, um, how their eyes kind of turn serpentine. I'm not really sure how to describe it, but uh, like there's like they're like eels or something. It, it was it was weird, uh, but I but I, I dug it. Um, even even down to um, the stitcher was like causing the lights to flicker. Um, everybody had like their own like thing to go along with it. Um, I, you know, I even like the, just the, the, you only see two watchers, but each of them has, uh, like a book that they carry around with them to, to draw in. Um, uh, technically three watchers. Well, two that you get that. Right. The anyway. Characters in the movie. Um, just saying technically, uh, but they, they have the those, best, those notebooks, the you know, it was kind of a cool thing of like, well, do all of them carry it around? Do do they somehow remember stuff in different ways? Uh, you know, we, we never get the chance to see it, but um, I, I did like some, some that some thought went into um, adding more to these abilities rather than just the abilities themselves. The only thing that really doesn't get anything is the shadow dude. He's just kind of there. <laughs> so they, 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 they could have had something. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you need one on every group. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have somebody twisting. Yeah, yeah he's a bard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four is the music. I didn't like it. It felt it felt like it was taking bits from like the Matrix and other stuff. And maybe it's a product of its time or product of its budget. I don't know. 
Didn't enjoy it. Hmm. There it is. That's my number four. Alex. Well, my number four kind of plays into that because this movie <laughs> feels like it's very aughts. Like you can tell a movie is like from the is like nineties. Oh, it's got his nineties feel, eighties feel to it. This one, I don't think I've ever uh, I feel this way about too many movies, but this movie's very aughts. It's probably because of the music. Um, some yeah. some stuff dates it. Yeah, the music, uh, the way the way Chris Evans dresses in this movie. Uh, yeah, it's just white t-shirt and jeans, bro. Yeah. But definitely Dakota Fanning's hair and everything, that's when, and him making fun of it, and nowadays, everybody's got, like, crazy colored hair. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, Hong Kong looks completely different now, too. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. might be. I, I don't there's less tear gas or more tear gas. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, yeah the skyline's probably a little bit more, uh... <laughs> bit cloudy. Yeah. Let's not get into that. All right, um, yep. <laughs> Alex, number or Scott, number three. Okay. We're like the NBA. We're not going to take a stance. <laughs> Jeez. So, oh, we're not. Well, unlike the NBA, I think you meant to say, Jeff. Uh, so there you go. Uh, number three, the like the the plot point of um, beating one of the watchers, like beating a psychic, basically. Uh, like the the whole idea of well, we can't know what we're gonna do uh, in order to to stop somebody from being able to tell what we're gonna do. So they write the notes, and then yeah, it's it's it's. Convenient, but they do a good job of setting it up earlier in the movie about having that there's people that can erase memories. Uh, yeah, that 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 was cool. It made a lot of sense within the uh, kind of the, the rule set that the, the movie presents. Um, it, was, it was a cool thing for each of them to get past the letters. Um, <laughs> it, it was a little anticlimactic once they like carried out all their instructions. <laughs> yeah. So maybe so maybe that could have been better, but I, I like the overall like concept behind it. I thought that was really cool. Yep, uh, my number three is I like I mentioned before. I found the whole premise at the. I was confused at the end, but I was super tired. But I did like the idea of trying to outsmart the 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 watcher and the notes. Uh, the one time where she's spinning in circles and closing her eyes, not know what path she's taken, it's just stuff like that. I found somewhat interesting. Mm-hmm. Alex, number three. Uh, my number three is the same. I like the the whole plan at the end, uh, writing the notes. I thought that was really clever. Uh, yeah, and like Scott said, yeah, a bit anticlimactic. Just just read read the notes. I don't know what was Ming Na's note. What did that that one say? I, forget, I think I missed that one. Um. I have to watch it again. I don't remember. Like her, yeah, she's just like basically back at her. She goes back to her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> her says the same thing as Chris Evans. Go home. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. All right. I'm done. No problem. All right. Uh, Scott, number two. Okay. So number two. Um, 
at the end of the movie when they're really showing off what the these abilities can do um part part of me thought it didn't make sense but then i thought about it more and i decided i didn't really care that much <laughs> but uh when when kira takes over like it's like eight like eight to ten of those just random mooks um and they just start mm-hmm. Like surrounding her lockstep and like moving as a single unit to to shoot people, um, I thought like visually that that was a cool thing to uh, again from a practical standpoint uh, without getting too much into special effects, um, but just to show again how how dangerous like her her abilities really were. Uh, but yeah, so she's got these you know again eight guys and. They're, they're doing this like choreographed moving as one and then like they they keep moving around her to like basically put themselves between her and, and whatever else is going on uh, i thought that looked really cool mm-hmm. all right um, i think jeff fell asleep nope um <laughs> my number two um i guess it was for me it was just cool to see chris evans before Cap, because I really don't remember him from anything else before. I know he was in the Fantastic Four stuff, but I saw those movies once. I did not remember him. You don't at remember all. not another teen movie? Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> Going on the list. Do you remember uh, Perfect Score? Nope. So, and and uh, he's gotten better because I thought his acting in some of this movie was kind of bad, um, and I think not only counting the Marvel movies, but like with. Um, Knives out and stuff like that. He's gotten a lot better. So, good to see he's progressed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Being my favorite Avenger, it was good to see him in this. Strongest Avenger. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Alex, number two. Uh, My number two were the fight scenes in general. I thought they were choreographed uh, very well. Uh, Particularly the... The fight in the restaurant, I really like because you get glimpses of their powers at first, but this is the first the first time where they go all out, and both of them are moving. Then you get to see like the cool, more flare up effects from from their powers, and you get to see the bullet shields for the first time. It's pretty awesome, and the whole fight scene at the end was fantastic. I don't know why they had so much colored powder at the construction yeah. site. Yeah, uh, or that, uh, or, or that the uh, the scaffolding was like made of bamboo. Well, that's just sensible building material. Hmm. I'm not a Chinese construction worker. It worked. Wasn't there another movie recently where there was colored smoke? The Star Wars. I don't oh, know if that's the one yeah. I'm thinking of, but there was not. And Star then... Wars, Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Celebrate my champion. Go out into the streets. <laughs> All right, number one, Scott. Okay. Number one was the, the the mover fights. Okay. Uh, so one. basically, what Alex was saying, <laughs> the the restaurant. Um, at the end, when they're going, uh, this is basically trading blows. Uh, I just. Oh, just looked really cool, um, and it made sense of like two telekinetic dudes. They couldn't like toss each other around, so they had to like use their telekinetic abilities. Like at one point, Chris Evans like headbutts him with with the 
telekinesis. Uh, and oh, yeah, it just it looks it looks cool. It's, it's just uh, like what, this is what a telekinetic street fight looks like. Um, I like. I would have liked to have seen more of them like trying to throw shit at each other. Uh, but again, budget. <laughs> so I can see why they would they didn't do it. Uh, I, I think Gandalf and Saruman did it better. Maybe. <laughs> I'll allow for that uh, possibility. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number one I already mentioned was with Scott 7, I think. It's just the Hong Kong setting. I really did like that. Um, I don't know. I just think something about the Hong... I mean, in other movies, too, with Hong Kong, where you have, like, the... the when you go to the water, it's like kind of the old... Fashioned boats and stuff. You see stuff like that. <laughs> You're gonna say it's the old fashioned water that they have back in Hong Kong. <laughs> no, and then the giant high rises. Like, what's funny is this. So this came out in 2009. Dark Knight came out in 2008, and I swear some of those buildings and shots, were like the exact, the big like aerial shots, especially like when Batman flies into the, you know, the scene I'm talking about where he goes to bring yeah, back the giant plane with the scissors and the balloon. Yeah, he brings back, I think his name is Yao. No, what's his name in the movie? I don't remember. And anyway, the guy who steals all the mob money and he brings back. I just thought, at least I recognize some of those buildings from Dark Knight. But I've seen that movie a million times. But anyway, I like the Hong Kong setting. There it is. Alex, number one. Uh, my number one is what I like to call the practical powers. Because as Scott said, it, they didn't have a, a large budget for this movie. Uh, for special effects, so they they did the best with what they can. They spent their money, I think, effectively with uh, all the special effects and the th- the three D that they used. Uh, but yeah, I like uh, all the great choreographed. You know, you film in Hong Kong, you're gonna get some good you know wire work in your movies, and they did a great job with uh, the movers. But not only that, adding that just simple flares. Uh, to some of their powers as if like all their their movements and stuff and their powers are kind of refracting light uh was pretty cool uh the subtle like shielding and stuff you can see it a lot clearer when there was a bunch of bullets bouncing off the dudes but it looks super cool like some sparks every once in a while flying when the two telekinetic shields like clashed around each other Uh, like uh, the mover powers are definitely the flat the flashiest and it looked awesome and uh yeah the pupils dilating for the pushers. Uh, yeah, it was just a very effective use. Oh, and the... I don't know what they're called. The Screamers? The Banshees? The Bleeders. Bleeders. That was pretty awesome. As uh, as they screamed and stuff, the, you can see some of the fish, like, just puff. <laughs> they turned into just puffs of blood yeah. and, and whatnot. Some of the glass shattering. It was just pretty awesome. I thought it was very effective. Uh, because, yeah, it's cool to see, like, the super flashy, like, Thor lightning bolts and, you know, the, uh, the big budget, like, special effects powers, especially that we're used to with Marvel, but seeing something, like, on a smaller scale that can still be done effectively, uh, kind of the opposite of Jeff, I thought it was really cool. You guys have got to watch the WB shows and you'll get that. <laughs> No. What about the CW? It's a, yeah, maybe a step, step and a half above WB shows. You don't know. Yes, I do. You don't know. Oh, I know. Hey, uh, side note, uh, I should probably say this for the news section, but I found it now. I don't want to forget. Uh, Hemsworth. What's his name? First name? Chris? Chris John? Chris? Chris? 
he's playing Hulk Hogan in the Hulk Hogan movie. So there you go. <laughs> nice. Oh, brother. There you go. All right, uh, that's it. Any honorable mentions? Uh, I think you pretty well covered it. Uh, I, right. I, I again, I, I thought the movie moved along well. I know Jeff, you weren't into it, but uh, after the last couple of movies that we did, uh, it was it was nice to should be entertained by <laughs> intentionally entertained, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, Dolomite, I think, still would have wet the floor with all of them. Dolomite's my name. Fucking up, motherfuckers. It's my game. All right. Um, I was shocked when this came on. It was, oh, this is going to be like a, a fancy comic book movie type thing. And then, and then it didn't live up to it for me. But I like I said, I'll give it a bit of a doubt. I was super, 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 super tired. Anyway, let's rank it. On a scale of 1 to 7, 1 being absolute garbage, 7 being perfection. Scott, what do you give it? Uh, I give this a 5. Um, yeah, definitely not without its flaws. Um, some of the plotting doesn't quite hold up. Uh, but, yeah, I, again, I, I'm always really up for a high-concept genre uh, movie. Um, and, yeah, the, the bits that it's trying to get done, I think, gets done well. And yeah, I like it. It's it's a nice companion piece to all of the the Marvel and DC stuff out there. All right, I give this a three. Wow, did not enjoy it. Dang. Alex, I'm also going to give this a five. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I thought uh, you were going to give it an eight. No, <laughs> the way you rate stuff, so. it's not that good. Uh, yeah. It was super cool. I liked it the most because of the special effects and the the fight scenes. The plot was okay. It had some really good ideas. Great cast, except for, for Kira, that one girl. But oh no, it, it's a solid, solid movie. There it is. Okay. All right. Bye. Sorry, I had to mute myself to cough. Um. All right. Well, it's time for our crossover topic, which is what Scott. Uh, okay, so since we're talking about a, a movie that's effectively a, a superhero movie, uh, mm-hmm. we're talking about our top five superpowers. So, Oh, yeah. Ooh, uh, I like the one where it's all the superpowers. All of the superpowers. Peter Petrelli. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Peter. That's <laughs> stupid. So, no- yeah, I will, I will say, well, we'll get when I get to mine. I'll, I will say this. Superpowers, not superheroes. Like, like Superman has every superpower, so that was kind of cheating, I thought. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I named power specifically. Yeah, me too. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Hmm. All right, well, uh, Scott, what's your number five? So, number five, and this is something not necessarily uh, unique to, to comics uh, or, or comic book movies and TV. Um it's definitely a hallmark of certain characters and this ability isn't even necessarily a uh, uh, like any like kind of mutation or enhancement or anything like that um, it's just the ability to take a beating <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorites uh, the, the first character so that like comes to mind is, is the, the Punisher um, because he he <sighs> 
can take a uh, like a superhuman uh, amount of of punishment, no pun intended, uh, mm-hmm. and and keep going. It should have um, been intended. Uh, the uh, yeah, it's just the Hallmark, the Daredevil character takes a fucking beating. Uh, basically, all these guys that don't have super strength um, can take a beating. Uh, we see it in Sin City movies, um, particularly with Marv. Marv. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, just it, it's just a, a cool thing. Uh, you know, in lieu of not having superpowers, um, to be able to take a super beating uh, is, is my number five. Okay. Um, my number five is mind control. So, like Professor X stuff. The reason it's not, I mean, I think it's a cool power, but I think it's a dangerous power. So, I really don't yeah, want it. But it's number, it's it's number five in my list. I think it's cool, but that's that's a real one with powers, responsibility, and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I, that's I exactly why I left it off my list. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's funny that you brought that up because I was thinking of. Not just that I think it was cool, but would I want it? Like yeah. that seems like way too much responsibility to be able to <laughs> mm-hmm. to be able to, to do that. Like reading people's minds is bad enough, but actually being able to control it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah reading them, just like you get no no one's hiding secrets from you, so you know what everyone thinks about you. Yeah, it's 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 bad, but I couldn't come up with any other ones, and it's still a cool power. So that's my number five, okay. Alex. My number five is teleportation, specifically from. uh, It's not a great movie, but from the movie Jumper, I really like the way they. Annie, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I like the way that they showed off how they teleport and everything. The special effects were really cool, and uh, yeah, just go. Just it's like you know what? I think we're gonna go to Egypt today, and just bamf over there. Yeah, not Nightcrawler because he leaves that fart cloud every time <laughs> <laughs> he teleports. Does it smells like yeah. sulfur, but mm-hmm. I mean, but you could kill yourself with your own power. What if you teleport into a car or into a well, rock? Then I'd be driving. No, but you know what I mean. Like half, like in the engine block. I'm gonna teleport over there, and then a guy like drives super fast right where you're teleported into, and now you're half in a car, half not in the car, and you're dead. Yeah, well, you just gotta be careful. You become a car tour. There you go. <laughs> yeah. A lot of practice. That's why it's my number five. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, and we I think we've talked about it. I know you said you not the um, Nightcrawler version, but that opening scene in uh, X2, the teleport everywhere is badass. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Uh, Scott, number four. Number four uh, would be shape-shifting. Oh, that's my number four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just uh, it it seems like a lot of utility there. <laughs> so uh, most yeah, mostly just being able to to, to shape shift and like it'd be cool to like be an eagle or something for a day. <laughs> but um, being able to, to look like other people that's 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 cool. Um, the this this one's also kind of scary though if you really think about it because yeah, um, if you if you spend all your time like changing your appearance, like if you're just trying to stay human or whatever, like at what point do you stop like having any base to go off of? 
Like, yeah, like you, you forget your what you look like, then you kind of forget your identity. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like something like that. Yeah, it 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 is kind of scary, but it, it would be cool just to be like, yeah, I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna do this today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you can just eat whatever you want and just shape shift into yep. a buff looking person. There you go. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, the cops pulling me over. Better be white right now. Probably, <laughs> probably you like, like if you. It, it'd be awesome for like having to drop a deuce or something because you would just like immediately like <laughs> just turn to a lady, just squeeze it out like in two seconds and not even have to wipe. What? What's going oh, on? You, like, you shape shift your butthole so it's bigger to let the poop out? I mean, that'd be one way to do it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I want to get too graphic here, but there, there are things you could do. To make it quick and clean. All right. <laughs> but I was, the speaking of getting out of tickets, wasn't that in T three, where she's getting yes. pulled over by a cop and she just like makes her boobs bigger yeah. or something, yeah. and or I forgot yeah. she was something like that to make herself sexier to get out of a ticket. Yeah, there's all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff you can do. Get you can get yourself prime tickets every time you go into a restaurant. You're like, hey, look, I'm Tom Cruise, or hey, look, I'm that guy. Yeah. One of the, yeah, one yeah. of the Chris's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean stunt double? Um, <laughs> what was that movie? It was one of those stupid like superhero movies or whatever. And they have like the mystique scene with the guy, and she she goes in the like to the tent, and they're like making out, and and she does a typical. She's he's like you know make your boobies bigger, and she does that. Make it padunk. He's like padunk 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 padunk, and then he's like unibrow unibrow. Like he just has her keep. It's pretty stupid, but that's what I remember. I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. What good movie is this? It's one of those like not another teen movie, not another superhero uh, movie. Okay, okay. yeah, like, I, I don't think I've ever seen one of those. Yeah. They're dumb. I think I stopped like right. at like scary movie two. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, mine was the same thing. More uh, morphine. So, Alex, what's your number four? Morphine. Uh, mine is kind of like morphine, but it's uh shape shifting. Sorry. Yeah, shape shifting <laughs> objects like uh, what's his face and push that we just saw. Oh yeah, we, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, I thought that was probably the slickest looking of the powers. Mm-hmm. Now that would be very convenient. Like oh shit, I need a couple books. Just whip them up right there. I think you would get caught pretty easily. Well, I know it depends. But if I shifted like a one dollar bill into a hundred dollar bill, and then you know if they like, well, you just got to be careful about it. Because if they put the money in the cash register and it's still money at the end of the day, then it's it would be a little bit hard. It's like oh no, my hundred dollar bill that was in the cash register is gone somewhere. Well, but see, you have the mind control. But in the mind control power, you can just let them think that it's money. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But <laughs> if there's a, like a crowd of people and it's like, oh shit, why are you handing her Monopoly money? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, shifter. I thought it was neat. A sleight of hand. Yeah, it's such yeah, a never, poker I don't game. Think you, can just, you can change your cards right there. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that power before. Do any X-Men have that? Mm, not that I can think of, yeah. honestly. All right. All right, uh, Scott, number three. Number three would be speed. Super speed. 
Uh, but you have to run. Ugh. <laughs> well, you, I think I think here's the thing, Jeff, is if you have the speed, then you're like automatically good at at running. Like, it's it's not a big deal for you at that point. So it sounds like work. <laughs> I mean, probably a little bit. Uh, but th- I, this one's interesting because I think this one offers like a like a much different perspective than any of the other ones. Like you, Jeff, you're talking about mind control. This would be something akin to that where you're, you're basically living like in a different almost existence than everybody else. Cause you know, like that at any moment you're, you're, you're having to slow yourself down basically to like live with everybody else. Um, like super strength would be like this, I guess too. You know, you weren't constantly like ripping doors off of hinges and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to learn, but like the speed though, like everything would just feel so slow all the time when you were in like normal time. Uh, but the things you could do with it though, um, yeah, it, it seems like a, you can f- fuck up the timelines like Flash. Yep. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you can you know you can fly around the Earth backward. <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just the, yeah. the speed seems like it would be the ultimate like like it would win like yeah maybe if somebody that could control minds could get to you before you started moving fast they they get the drop on you but once you're moving like that that would be it like I don't I don't think there's another power that could really beat that uh, somebody who with this Flash with the tripwire. Yeah. I don't know. Or with I will... the piano wire at neck length. There you go. Neck height. Yeah. I will say I I hated this movie, but I liked the one scene, this is from Justice League, when they spoiler alert, bring Superman back. <gasps> and they're fighting him and the F- Flash is running around him and, and all of a sudden like Superman can, is tracking him. Yeah, and then he he looks at his like, holy shit, this guy connect. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I don't know. That just made you me know they they ah, just sleep. They fucked up that movie so <laughs> bad. So the the speed thing always always kills. Like it's always such a cool like like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. The best scene in, like the whole movie is when he's doing like the Quicksilver thing from uh, <laughs> at the bar. from the X Men movies. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, and they don't. Like, and then they they do they do this one and just he looks fucking goofy, like the strides and the light, like the way they do lightning, the lightning, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's even better. Although in in Marvel, do they ever show? Uh, uh, Quicksilver. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's his first name. Pietro. No. Yes. Do they say his name's Pietro? It. Yes. And in the comic books, that's his name. Also. I know, I know in the comic books, but in the Avengers movies. Yeah. Anyway, uh <laughs> Do they they don't show his point of view though, do they? I don't th- Oh no, they think do so. I think they do at one point after when Thor throws his hammer and he tries to catch it. And he can't do it. I think that was about it. Where he catches it, but he just like goes flying. Well, with right, it. yeah, he catches it, but it's yeah, it's going too. It's there's too much momentum there, which is pretty great. But uh, 
Anyway, I thought they fucked up something that should have been like a home run, automatic home run. Once again, Scott, I got to do is watch the WB shows and watch Flash. They do it pretty good there. Yeah. At yeah. least in the first that couple actually, seasons. That show has really yeah. good special effects. But yeah, all, all that though, I, I do agree, Jeff. That that was a, a great beat when Soups turns and looks at him. And he yeah, shits and his pants. Fl- yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, okay, I will say this. I always like, I know it's verbiage, but in the race between Superman and Flash, and, you know, Flash is fast, but, but they're like, Superman's fast, but he's not that fast. He's yeah, faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah. That's slow compared to yeah, I think, light I think whatever it's, else. It's, it's varied over the years, like, how fast I know, Superman that's really true. is, so it's hard to... The quantifier. All right, we're nerding out here way too much. Um, Not possible. <laughs> my number three, we're talking about superhero power, so this is about as uh, nerdy as it gets. My number three power, my number third, my number three power would be basically Magneto's powers, the ability to control magnetism. Yeah. Um, I feel Ooh. like if I combined this with mind control, I'm basically a Jedi because I'll just be able to like bring my lightsaber to me, and then I'll be able to tell people to do Jedi mind trick stuff. So, well, there there was a whole character based around that. I I don't know the so one of our listeners uh, knows way more about this than than us can can uh, correct me, but basically, Magneto and uh, Professor X have a love child. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, like through through comic book, you know, shenanigans, like their essences Charles. get mixed, and Ugh. so it's basically all of Professor X's powers with all of Magneto's powers. And it's character onslaught, and he basically fucks up the entire world. He's like beyond like every, everybody else. Is it what they call the an Omega level? He's maybe? Omega level, but like. Even amongst like other Omega levels, he's he's like he's two them. Omega. Yeah, like, he's like a classification. Oh. I think like that does it justice. But anyway, I just think that his power is pretty cool in the comics. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I think I it like is kind of bullshit. To... They call him like yeah, his his ability to control metal. But if you can control all metal, that's not magnetism at that point. Just saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's just 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 a name. I like think you said it's changed over time, right? Is what he can, what he can. Do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, that's mine. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three also has to do with metal, but uh, the metal skin from Colossus, specifically the one from the arcade game, <laughs> <laughs> you only turn metal for a little bit and you explode, <laughs> and yeah, you get to make a cool scream. <laughs> Bullets can't hurt you. All right. Uh, Scott, number two. Number two uh, would be the telekinesis. Um, Mostly just because I'm lazy. I think out of all these powers, (laughs) like, without any, like, real moral uh, quandaries to go along with it, because, yeah, if I could mind control, I guess everybody do stuff for me. Um, But if I had telekinesis, then I could just, like, just move shit around with my mind and everything would just get done. And and you could protect yourself from just about anything. Scott, you still wouldn't get shit done. I still, I, I obviously I wouldn't, but I would get more done. 
Also, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to worry again about like throwing out your back. Like, oh, like I got a new fridge. I've got to move my old fridge out, like down some stairs. It's like, oh well, there goes my shoulder. Nope, no longer. Th- <laughs> what if you pull and, your uh, telekinesis hammy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my medulla oblongata. <laughs> Well, uh, well, I should have stretched first. Uh, that's my there fault at that point. Yeah. But then, like, like, oh, shit, like, this parking spot. Like, my car would fit in there, but there's no way I can, like, even parallel park in there. There's just not enough space. But, you know, just move the car in between, betwixt two other cars. Like, all the, like, the little day-to-day things you do. Like, oh, I'm, like, the, I'm in, like, the skeeviest bar ever. I don't want to touch anything in the in the bathroom. Oh, I don't have to. <laughs> you just float your shit right out of your ass. Yeah, this goes back to the whole shape-shifting thing. Uh, seriously, how are you going to eat your you shit ass to... with telekinesis? Guy? Yeah, yeah, I'd never have to wipe my ass with my hands again. <laughs> It'd be glorious. Wait, you use toilet paper? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well spoilers, my number one is going to be the, the power of the three seashells. <laughs> but, uh... Like, Alex, you've, you've got two little kids. Imagine if I you do. change diapers without having to actually touch the, the poop, the poo. Eh, it's not that big a deal. I, I I think given the choice when you're on your, like, 200th diaper, you'd be like, oh, maybe this one I just I just do with my brain. Nah. Yeah, I think, I think you're full of shit, Alex. I think you would do it. <laughs> I mean, I would float the diaper into the hamper. Well, there you go. Now, with this telekinesis, can you uh, levitate yourself and just telekinesis yourself around? Yes. Oh, all right. So we'll say, we'll say for the purpose of this that, like, it wouldn't be as effective as being able to fly. Maybe you could hover a little bit. But, like, yeah, no, but you could get yourself from point A to point B faster than, like, taking the freeway. <laughs> okay. No, that's just full on flying. Well, no, but like you the can, flight, but, float, but no, but like the flight you thing. Float at walking speed. I mean, the flight thing, you would have like perfect maneuverability, and you could get around really fast, and you go really high. No, you'll be like the guy from um, Overwatch that throws the Chinese stars, and he just floats everywhere. Oh, he throws, he throws uh, orbs. But yeah, that's. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Zenyatta. Zenyatta. Yeah. There you go. I was gonna say Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> but Alex, you so well, well it would be the same as flying. Because like just as like the crow flies, it would still be it would be faster. It's not like that much faster, but you would have to wait for traffic. You could get, move along in a, at a decent clip. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. Yeah. And if you're above everything, you can just shit anywhere you want. <laughs> there you <go. laughs> that's right. Well, well having to wipe with but, your hands. But no, but it would still be a mess afterwards. Being able to, well, I guess you could use telekinesis too, but that, but you would need to be flying for that, though. So my number two. <laughs> Wait, no, my number two. My number two. Number <laughs> hey, oh, uh, is regeneration. That's pretty good. Uh, specific, you know, you you can't get hurt. If you get hurt, you get fixed really quick. You live forever, or almost forever. Uh, yeah, yeah, like heroes or like Wolverine? Uh, like Wolverines. Yeah, you become a surly bastard. You get some nice chops. 
Um, you have they, a lot of experiments bad. run on you, which aren't isn't very cool. Go, go on adventures. <laughs> but yes. then your immune system is super tough, too, so viruses look like nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, regeneration is my number two. Talking nice. about regeneration. Alex. Uh, my number two, speaking of heroes, is the hacking power that the kid has. They could just basically just talk to computers and anything that's electronic. It'd be very convenient. Wait, what is this from? From Heroes. It's like season two, I think. Hey, the bad season. Hey, computer, I'm a kid. Yeah. Just go up to uh, get some easy money at any ATM. Just put your fingers on the thing. Spit out all your money, please. Oh, you don't need there that. You need like a little speaking spell Tick. that John Connor had. He got <laughs> easy money. Techno... Technokinesis? I don't know what you call that power. Yeah, I think that would be an apt description, actually. That's a good name for it. Technokinesis. Technopathy? Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to bother with a mouse and keyboard anymore. I would just <laughs> do stuff on the computer. All my work done real quick. Play video games. Well, you see, that's, see that's the problem. Actually, you couldn't play video games. Sure I could. Not the way that they that you would have fun anymore. Cause yeah, it'd be like permanent game genie. Yeah, you just automatically like win everything instantly. Well, yeah, I would have to play by the rules of the game. It was just I would just could see, but then that that wouldn't work. Keyboard, it would just be it, yeah. It would be the would. same thing of like the super speed or the being able to control minds. Just the moral, like the ethical dilemma there. Like you, you, you wouldn't be playing the game the same way as everybody else. Nah, sure I would. It would just be it wouldn't, wouldn't work, Alex. It wouldn't work. Of course it would. Nope. Yep. You know, because you would know that like you were having to dumb it down for yourself. It would never be the same. Nah, it would for me. <laughs> then I would just oop, erase my uh, credit record. So you have, so you have, have zero. Record, so you have a zero credit rating. <laughs> it seems like a bad no, idea. I'd have a one one million credit rating. So when technic. When Technokinesis Part 2 comes out, Alex is going to put himself in a little uh, glass cave and then take his powers away just so he can play a video game for real for, <laughs> for the first time. For some reason, I'm picturing the opening mm. scenes from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> Alex Wait, somehow, like... Trans- He's a monkey? Yeah, yeah. Alex transports his, like, consciousness into, like, an, like a monkey. A first-person monkey. <laughs> nah. That's way too much. All right, uh, we're on to our number ones now. Scott. Uh, number one, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say this is cheating, but uh, the, the, cheating. I love the, the concept of this more than all the other ones, and that's the superpower of imagination. Um, mostly what is this, Phantasmic? Through the, yes. <laughs> imagination. Yeah. Uh, that, but no, through the, the Green Lantern ring. Where basically the power of the rings is limited by only two things. Um, The first being is that, yeah, the the rings run on like basically a battery. Like they have to be recharged at some point. Um, At least that's my understanding. The second Mm -hmm. part is they're limited solely after that by the user's imagination. And willpower, but yeah. Right. Like, yeah, you you have to be strong mind to, you know, be able to like fight other stuff. But, uh. Yeah, you're basically not beholden to like the laws of anything anymore if you have the ring. Um, so I, I just 
I always really liked that concept of like you wouldn't have to be good at fighting, you wouldn't even have to know anything, but if you could come up with some wild shit, like being able to think outside the box, um, you'd be mm-hmm. unstoppable. So yeah, until you had to recharge. Until right? you had to recharge, yes. <laughs> yeah, the... you could even travel at sublight speeds to places. You can set it on autopilot. Yeah, that, the Green Lantern ring is awesome. I travel at sublight speeds. That's not impressive. <laughs> you could you could also poop at sublight speeds. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's your number one, Jeff? My number one is the ability to fly. Ah, mine too. So I didn't pick all of Superman's powers, but flying, I want to be able to fly like Superman, just jump up and fly. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get around. And flying fast is part of it, so I don't know. I'm not going to fly slow. I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to do your little walking speed flight. I want fast flight. And um, Supersonic. Yeah. That'd be the yeah. most fun. Maybe not that, the most practical, but because if, if you can't have all Superman's power, you can fly. But then, like, if someone's falling out of the sky, you know, you probably couldn't catch him because it'd be too heavy. But eh, yeah, I flew. I just wave at him. I can watch him fall. <laughs> yep. Um, also, my number one because yeah, I think it would be the most fun. Yeah, but imagine if he if, if, is there been a superhero that just has the power of flight and nothing else like. Would you get like a lot of like bronchitis and stuff flying in the cold air? And... <laughs> You'd have to have some kind of goggles. Oh, you get like stuff in your you, bugs in your mouth and eyes and, and oxygen tank if you like, go super high. Yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're just like having a bad day, and you're not really paying attention, and you fucking hit a goose, and then that's it. You, you're dead. Yeah, it's true. That's Nathan Petrelli. Yeah, geese can take out like 747s. They can take you out. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'd be like the uh, George of the Jungle flying guy. (laughs) Watch out for that bird. (laughs) Yeah, bam. So uh, Jay Moore has has a funny bit um, about one of the movies that that he was uh, an actor in that also had Christopher Walken. And for whatever reason... Him and some of the other cast members started talking about what, what would they would they rather have the power of flight or to have like a dog's tail something weird like that <laughs> and so they're like going back and forth and back and forth and then one day Christopher Walken like he wasn't a part of this conversation like comes up and they they're like hey Chris like let's ask let me ask you a question would you rather have the power of flight or would you rather have like a like a, a dog's tail and then Christopher Walken's response was basically like. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> I could always get on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a tail, <laughs> everybody would know <laughs> what I was thinking. Oh, did you see Chris's tail today? <laughs> Don't mess with him. I guess it's basically... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Well, that was my number one. Uh, wait, that was Alex's number one as well, yep. right? Mine too. All right. Like, yeah, I, 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 I like that we all took like a like a moral approach to this. We didn't want we didn't want the the responsibility of accidentally killing lots of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I so think becoming... all of these powers can get you that. Yeah, no, no, Maybe yeah, flying, we definitely but... fucked things up, but <laughs> it, it, it would take a little be more a creeper like the translucent. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ugh. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have that with uh, shape-shifting, because... Yeah. Whatever. That's that's one of the perks. <laughs> I don't have the Uncle Ben to tell me that I have to be responsible or anything. Fuck that. <laughs> Alright, any audible mentions? Oh, the... It's time uh, for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Shooting spaghetti out of your fingertips. I was I was going to say the Zach Morris being able to freeze time thing, but anyway. Oh yeah, <laughs> noise. Uh, this COVID nineteen is uh, pretty serious. I mean, it's not as dangerous as the media said. As you know, everybody's in a panic, stocking up on bullshit they don't need. But it's not, you know, it's not a head cold or anything. It's not nothing. It's you know. Well, I mean, I, I think that warrants a whole other conversation, but it's... I know. It's dangerous. We, it, it's not like we're in the apocalypse, I agree, but it should be taken seriously. Yes. Uh, that being said, the Olympics are in danger of getting canceled. Yeah. I mean, the, the only other time that they've canceled the Olympics was because of a freaking world war. So, yeah, I'm very disappointed. I'm, I always look forward to the Olympics, and I think they told... The committee, the committee told you know the officials in Japan or whatever that if the COVID nineteen doesn't really start clearing up in like what what was it June? It was like July? I think it's before that. June. Wow. Well then, yeah, that yeah they w- they would have to cancel the Olympics. Yeah, it's they should. You know, on one hand, yeah. you know people are are sick and dying and that's awful, um, but the other like human part of this, you know, like with the Olympics, you're talking about Alex's. You know, these people, this is the, their whole lives. Like, And yeah, it's, it's still sport in the grand scheme of things. Um, for the most part, you know, it, it's not world-changing. But yeah, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking to think about these, these people that are yeah, dedicating like every day of their lives to, to preparing for this thing. And then it just goes out the window just like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like the next, I mean, I... like Simone Biles or Michael Phelps or whoever you want to name, it doesn't get their shot. Yeah, I'm assuming if it's canceled, I mean, and let's just say it's it's too close to call, they cancel it because they just can't do it, and everything sorts of stuff out. They'll, they'll just maybe just postpone it a year? I, I don't know. Whatever, I don't even don't go down that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a whole... Yeah, yeah, it's a lot to think yeah. about. Um, they just announced today that... I always forget if it's Santa Clara or Santa Clarita, the one up north... They put a, a ban on public gatherings of more than a thousand, and so like like San Jose Shark games are going to be either canceled or played in front of empty crowds. Wow, wow, damn! I know so, in uh, MLB they're they're banning uh, clubhouse visitation, so no reporters or anything like that. Damn. I think they did the same thing for the yeah. NHL as well. Yeah, they just announced say all sports are doing okay. that now. Yeah. I mean, the athletes probably don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll probably stick after all this. Yeah. What was the, what, the football player? He's like, I'm just here because it was in my contract. Or what did he say? He just kept repeating that phrase over and over again yep. for every question. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of dudes that do not like being out uh, on the podium or being asked questions in their lockers. That uh, we, we give a similar, <laughs> similar show. Yeah. 
yeah. Worldwide. <laughs> uh, it's affecting everybody. Like, literally everybody. Yep. It's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Okay, so I'll start with a, a quick a review of, of a few episodes of a show that just uh, had its season three debut on Netflix. Uh, Castlevania. I didn't realize this was coming oh, out. Oh, shit. <laughs> All of a sudden it was there. Yeah, I heard, I, I missed the premiere. I gotta watch it. Yeah, so um, I don't know how many episodes it is, but season one was four, season two was eight. I think it's probably eight again. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's good stuff. Um, so, still hyper violent. Uh, this is not, not a kid's, <laughs> um, animated show. Uh, but. It ain't your grandpa's Castlevania. Yeah, but, but yeah, I still, um, enjoy the kind of anime inspired Western animation going on with this. Uh, and just the, the, the adult content. Um, yeah, just something a little mm-hmm. different. Um, some some good actors are are voicing stuff for it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I think I'm three or four episodes in. Um, and yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch if if people enjoyed the, the first couple seasons. Cool. Um, Put it on your list, Scott. Yeah, there it is. Uh, the TV show you you watch. And then because uh, we haven't <laughs> talked enough about comic books today um that's right uh i guess some some stuff from the new batman uh, has been steadily leaking uh, i don't know if we talked about the the new batman i don't know i don't want to call it a logo but the symbol emblazoned on on the suit mm. uh, there's theories that it's the gun that, that killed his parents melted down to to make the uh uh, well, the, the bat sign. The shield, the plate. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Interesting. There was a, there was a, some pictures of the new Batmobile, which is like a muscle car. Uh, I know. I, I was thinking about it. It's like, this is like the first Batmobile that would actually be practical to own and be super cool to drive around in. Eh. We'll see. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, you can do the Keaton Batmobile as awesome as that was. That thing is fucking unwieldy. The Tumblr as well. Yeah. It's like, I mean, maybe Batman 66 and, like, this new one. Well, I mean, a like Dodge a Charger doesn't like like to drive exactly handle like a go-kart, though, so. Anyway, I, I mean, I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, yeah, we're sl- slowly starting to see more of it. It, it intimates that yeah. uh, it's it's kind of a, a, a year one type of approach, like the original Batman, where mm-hmm. he's still maybe figuring things out or... Or it's like Stop still, or, fins on everything. or yeah, or it's a uh, first kind of iteration of, of him as Batman uh, before he refines some of it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm always up for for Batman anything, even if it's fucking mm-hmm. god awful in the end. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Freeze and Batman. <laughs> Why didn't you watch Gotham, Scott? Because it's not Batman. Yeah, it's got you there. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, you're so, you so Jeff. Are you admitting that it's god awful? 
Uh, yeah, I've always admitted it's god awful. I still like it. <laughs> okay. uh, hate watching your stories. Um, so there's Batman, <laughs> and then uh, as I was going through IMDb for for Push, I don't know how I came to this, but uh, there's a new CW uh, DC show coming out soon. Uh, Star Girl. Um, oh, okay, with the staff. Yeah, with the staff. I okay. guess I my only real knowledge of her comes from like. Justice League Unlimited, the animated series. Um, mm. She was in a few episodes of that. Um, yeah, I don't really know where she fits into the whole DC pantheon on, on WB or CW, whatever the hell it is. CW, sorry. Um, <laughs> the CW-verse. Yes, the CW-verse. Um, it's just a teenage girl who gets the staff. She doesn't really have any of her own superpowers, if I understand correctly. Uh, but she gets added to the Justice League of America or Justice Association. Well, I don't know what it is. Justice HOA. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, so it's kind of, this is definitely like C-tier <laughs> on the, the, the heroes list of people they could yeah. have added. But I, I do like that they're kind of taking a chance on this, uh, you know, so this, I think this all goes back to the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing kind of paving the way uh, for, for DC or and, and other Marvel properties where they could look at it and go, okay, well, this is an A-list, but if we like what we have here, we can, we can still work with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure Jeff will watch. And Luke Cage. And he can report on it. Right, Jeff? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be sandwiched I mean, in nope. between that and Supergirl. <laughs> I stopped watching my WB show, so. Okay. There it uh, is. Yep. Yeah, this this new show stars. Uh, well, it's got Luke Wilson in it. Wow. <laughs> no, no, Luke Wilson. Oh, wait, no, that's Owen Wilson. The other Wilson. And yeah. uh, Amy Smart. And. I guess Joel McHale's in it too, and then a bunch of people I don't recognize. the The titular Star Girl is Breck, B R E C, Breck, uh, Bassinger, Basinger. No, no relation. Kim Basinger. No relation, from what I can tell. Billy Baldwin. So, yep, another another comic book show on the way. No complaints. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to go over. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to mention? Yeah, bit of a sad news Uh-oh. today. R.I.P. Max von Sydow. Ah. Oh. Yep. He died uh, in France. <laughs> that's where most people go to die. Yeah. He died in um, France. Yeah, he did. But yeah, great actor, one of my favorite old men. He's always been an old man in any movie that I've seen. The lions ate them? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, the, the one king in Conan is awesome. Uh, he was uh, he the... Force Awakens. Yeah. But... Ming the Merciless. What a waste, Force Awakens. Jesus Christ. I know. Uh, just like Captain King Plasma. King Osric. In uh, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, that's the one. We just said that. Oh, did you say Osric? Well, we said the lions ate them. We didn't say it. Wait, what? The lions ate them? That's not from... (laughs) God damn it. 
<laughs> yes, it is. It's from Conan. Yes. What? You suck. <laughs> Watch it again, Scott. <laughs> yeah, please. The lions? He's got... <laughs> yes. I don't remember him saying that. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yes. man. That's what, that's what we were referring to, his role in that. He was also the... In Game of Thrones for a season. That's right. Or two. He replaced the other actor. <laughs> yeah. What was the name of that? Just the, the old... The Three-Eyed Raven. There you go. Yeah, they, they, they Chuck Heston, that other guy, and got Max von Sydow. <laughs> oh, Morgan Street. Minority Report. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Judge Dredd. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Judge Dredd. Yeah, but I do agree. He was always been an old man since I've seen him, and he probably wasn't. How, how old? Oh. Yeah. R.I.P. He will be missed. Yep. Uh, <laughs> age ninety. Anything else, Alex? Uh oh yeah, Battlefront Two was on sale, and uh, it's pretty cool. Not going to spend a dime past that $12 on this game. But uh, I don't know why the first player campaign got a lot of flack. It's, I'm enjoying it. I like the story. It's all right. It's pretty cool. It's weird not having the actual actors voice their kind of characters, but I don't think, you know, you can. Like Luke Skywalker is voiced by somebody else. Leia was voiced by somebody else. But, I mean, you can't have 70-year-old uh, Mark Hamill do a voice like from when he was 20 years old so i understand but uh other than that it's cool i'm having fun with it yeah i played the single player i liked it hmm. yeah it's neat uh just what <laughs> looking at uh max von cito's imdb page real quick just to go back every second he's credited as well credited as uncredited for the voice of uh, Vigo in Ghostbusters 2. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> that was interesting. Huh. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. We also forgot The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. Know, I know how Alex forgot Alex's about favorite. that. Yikes. He's also in Strange Brew. Ice Pirates. <laughs> Ice Pirates. <laughs> That's a fucking movie. It's got to go um, on my list. Ice Pirates. Dune. Oh, yeah. Leo. Leo Atreides. A lot of other stuff here I've never heard of before. So he's been... I don't think he, he was, said no. no. He, wasn't, he wasn't Atreides. He was the Doctor Kinds, I think. Yeah, it's a Doctor something. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's my bad. Needful Things. Wow. Flesh. Yeah, but I said I don't think he said no to a role because he's in everything. <laughs> yeah, he's a working actor, an actor's actor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Uh, he was even in The Simpsons. Was he the gentleman thief? No, Caberglare. Sam Neill. <laughs> I can see why you got him confused. <laughs> uh, no, this is a recent one, 2014. Oh, okay. Nope. Well, he played we'll Klaus Ziegler. We'll miss his episode in uh, Quotes from Swingfield. 
<laughs> All right. Anything else, right. Alex? Nope. Uh, that's it. Jeff? Uh, the only thing is uh, I watched My Name is Dolomite after we did an episode about Dolomite, and I really liked it. And that's on Netflix. Um, Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes. Um, I recommend it. I think I was telling them before we started recording, I think you probably should watch the movie first to get an appreciation about it. Like, I... I I almost feel bad for some of the comments they said, like, oh, it was so amateur and everything. And like, yeah, it was done by a UCLA film. It's like the whole barely. movie cost like seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, he fronted all this money. Like, like his whole story was really interesting. So um definitely watch it. And then I think we probably want to watch Dolomite again. Yeah. But uh, um, we we get to yeah. see Wesley Snipes uh do some some comedic he's got he's got some chops. Shit, I've been cut already. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was good to see. I haven't seen him in forever, and his his role is not that big in this, but it's it's pretty good. And it's got a lot of uh, key. I always get to forget the guys. Keegan Key, Keegan Michael Key, anyway, the guy from Key yeah. and Peele. He's in it. He's a pretty good role. Um, there's lots of people. Does so. he does he play the 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 cop? No, I think he plays the writer. So I don't think you see him in the movie. Okay. Uh, but he's like the writer of the script, and I think that's what he's. Oh, there's so many people in this, I forget now. But there is, it's a good cast, and like I said, it's good to see Eddie Murphy and stuff again too. I forget Wesley Snipes too. It's, yeah, it's that's true. Eddie Murphy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, he does a really good impression, and it was it was good. Um, and you could see like all the people who were like directing and uh, just yeah, it's pretty much like us making a movie, and he just. Put it out there, and um, yeah, there weren't that there weren't too many other uh, black movies out there. So he they they were like they I mentioned that in the movie where like they would go to movies and they just didn't get it because they, they don't see themselves like what they go through on screen. So it, mm. it, it helped, and they pushed it around it's like his records before that. Everything, just watch it. I don't want to spoil it. Um, it's really good, and uh, yeah, it's all like all I got. Okay. All right. Uh, don't forget to go to Patreon, subscribe, become a member, all that fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Hans Shot First. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shot First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shot First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.